Welcome to Living Brightly. I'm your host, Paige Schmidt. This podcast is dedicated to women who aspire to co-create a bright and purposeful life with God. Here, we'll have conversations and share stories about what it means to live brightly as women who are unconditionally loved by God. So let's dive right in and embark on this transformative journey together. Hello, I'm so excited to be here with you today. I know I always say that, but I genuinely love coming to the podcast and getting to talk with you about something that uplifts and encourages you and is meant to build you up and send you out into your life feeling more connected to yourself, to those you love, and ready to show up and live brightly, whatever that means for you personally. Today, I want to talk about cultivating peace in Live Brightly this month and coming up in the in the next month right now. Our theme is it's both peace and contentment, cultivating peace. How do we do that within our homes, within our businesses, within our routines, our relationships? How do we cultivate more peace. So there's a few things that I want to touch on today. One of them being consumerism versus minimalism. So this is coming to you in December where consumerism is at an all time high, right? You're seeing ads for everything. You're seeing affiliate links on Instagram. You're seeing sales. We just got through Black Friday. Now there's holiday sales. There's going to be new year hype. There's so much out there coming at us that is trying to convince us to need it, to want it, to consume it. There are so many things out there that are aesthetically beautiful, that are so fun to look at. But what happens in our hearts and minds, I don't know about you, but it happens for me. When we see these things is we start to think like, Ooh, I need that. I need those clothes to look that way. I need this random vase (laughs) in my house to have my home feel this way. We see a photo, for example, and we think that looks like peace. I need to create exactly that in my home or on my body in order to have the feeling that I'm seeing when I see this thing. And then we click into that consumerism mentality and we buy more than we need or maybe more than we can afford and that in turn causes stress. So what I want to talk about today as we're talking about cultivating peace is slowing down. Like the first thing that we're doing is slowing down. My word for 2024, which I'm going to talk more about choosing a word of the year in the next episode, my word of the year, I'm pretty sure I'm saying this to you early on in December, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be contentment. That's the word that keeps coming up for me. And when I look up the definition of contentment, it says a state of happiness and satisfaction. And if I can just be so vulnerably open with you That is what life is feeling like for me right now. And I say vulnerably because sometimes it can feel vulnerable to say that things feel so good. I know I talked about this a couple episodes ago where sometimes you feel like when things are going good, you should have something to say like, this is hard, but honestly, things feel so good right now. And I am allowing myself to just be in that, feel grateful. Life can be hard and throw so many challenges 
our way. And there are always hard things going on in the world, but I'm saying personally, in my heart, within myself, in my home, in my family, in my business, in my own world, I am experiencing such a deep state of happiness and satisfaction, which means contentment. And I don't want to miss that. I want to be intentional about that. I want to be grateful for it. I want to enjoy it. And what that looks like for me right now is literally enjoying things like doing the laundry or doing the dishes. And I know that sounds silly or it might sound small, but when those things feel so busy and like they're such a chore, which I have certainly felt seasons of that too, don't get me wrong. But right now, something has shifted in my heart where even when I'm doing laundry or I'm doing the dishes or, you know, I've got a basket of clothes and I'm folding them and putting them away in Sayla's room, there's something in me that says, this is what I want to be doing. This is where I want to be. When I'm working and I'm with my clients and I'm loving my clients right now, it's like, this is where I want to be. To me, that's what contentment means. It means this is this is what I have in front of me. This is what I'm doing. And this is where I want to be. So that's where I'm feeling right now. And I want to talk with all of you and all of our members in Live Brightly about cultivating peace. How can we cultivate more peace in our lives right now? I think there are so many different angles that we could talk about how to cultivate peace. One is in our environment. When you think about your physical environment, whether in your home, in your car, the places that you spend your time, a desk, when you visually imagine seeing seeing what's around you, seeing what's around you in your car, in your home, at your desk, wherever you spend your time, a feeling of peace, what do you see? What do you see and what do you not see? I see things put away, things having a place. I see a more minimal amount of things visually. And this is just me and my personality. You may be the same as me or you may be different and that's okay. I want to be sure that whenever I'm doing episodes like this or I'm sharing gratitude or I'm talking about cultivating peace that I fully acknowledge that we are all in different seasons of life. We're all feeling different things. We have different goals. We have different things that are feeling important in that season. And that is okay. We are all safe to be exactly where we are. We are safe to feel exactly how we feel. If we're in a hard season that feels challenging and we're going through something really hard, it is okay to be there. And you are supported here in that season. If you're in a season where you are feeling like I've just shared, I'm feeling in this state of happiness and satisfaction and deep events gratitude, that's okay. If you're feeling both of those things, that is okay. So right now for me in this season, when I think about cultivating peace, creating peace, I keep thinking of the phrase creating a peaceful home. And we may do something specifically with that in Live Brightly because I, I cannot let go of that phrase. It like keeps jumping at me, just creating a peaceful home. That's what I want. Is that what you want? Creating a peaceful home. And I love that that gets to be unique for each of us. Like, what does that look like? When you think of your environment, what is creating a peaceful home? 
look like? When you think of the emotional environment of your home, what does creating a peaceful home look like? When you think about creating a peaceful home when it comes to your routine, what does that look like? For me, I love for some things to be super intentional and planned and routine, and I love for big chunks of my day, wherever I can put it, I love for there to be white space. I love a balance of the two. I love waking up and knowing that I've got a rhythm that I've decided on the night before or that morning, but there's there's intention happening. It's I want to wake up and take a shower and pour my cup of coffee and get ready at the start of the day, or I want to pour a cup of coffee and sit down at my desk with my journal and my pajamas and do some journaling and reading my Bible, or maybe I'm going to get up and make a loaf of sourdough super early in the morning. I am on such a sourdough kick right now, you guys. This is certainly how I am creating a peaceful home is by baking sourdough as often as I can. (laughs) It is bringing me so much joy. It's like a hobby. It's something new. It's something I'm learning. I'm having to like improve at and try different things. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And it is just feeling so fun. And it is bringing me so much joy. The flavor, the smell, the texture, the getting my hands in the dough, the baking, the time that it takes, the feeding the starter, sharing it with my family, getting excited about sharing it with friends. All of this is making me so, so, so happy. (laughs) So creating a peaceful home or cultivating peace, whichever one of those things is resonating with you more, you can think about, I'm loving thinking about creating a peaceful home. When someone enters your home, what experience do you want them to have? I want people to experience comfort, warmth, feeling soothed. That is so important to me. There were parts of my home growing up that were so peaceful and warm and welcoming and fun and joyful and just come as you are. And I certainly had other seasons of life growing up, mostly my teenage years, that there were way too many moments more than I can count that were not peaceful and we're walking on eggshells and I never knew what the energy was going to be. And I just didn't want to be there as much. And maybe you can relate to that. And so I know for myself, it is of the utmost importance that when people come into my home, that they feel at home, they feel peace as far as it depends on me, as as much as I can do it, I want to be present. Now, being the mom of a two and a half year old, I cannot be as present as I would if I didn't have kids at all, because I'm also managing a little human's big emotions. I'm making sure that Salo's sharing and being kind to others and all those sort of things. And so I can't have the same level of presence today that I would have had maybe five years ago, but I can still do my best to have that be my intention. That when people enter my home, they would feel that someone is seeing them and hearing them and is happy to see them, happy to welcome them inside, that I'm listening to them as best I can. I'm present. I want to help them feel comfortable and to have fun and to eat good food and drink something wonderful, whatever it's going to be. These things give me that sense that for me, this is creating a peaceful home, having cozy blankets around, um, having 
you know, good smells or a candle or music. So what is it for you when you think of creating a peaceful home? What are the elements for you that feel important, that inspire you, that light you up to think about? I also think of emotions, creating an emotionally peaceful home. Now, (laughs) you are one person listening to this. You might have a home where there's more than one person and people have emotions that we are not responsible for and we are not in control of. So when I say creating a peaceful home emotionally, it starts with you. It starts with me. How do I want to show up emotionally? And then we can go into boundaries and here's what is allowed in this house. Here is what is not allowed in this house. Here are the expectations. Here's how we treat each other. We can create safe spaces for people to share their emotions. There's so much that we could go into here and we will do that and live brightly. We'll go deeper into the emotional aspects as well as in private coaching. But for you here now listening to this podcast, think about how are you creating safe spaces for people in your family or your friends, people who are entering your home, to be vulnerable, to get real, to have support, to be listened to, to be heard? And also, how are you holding up boundaries in your home and knowing, deciding, understanding what is and what is not allowed in your home and working to honor those things? I also think of sound. Like when we're thinking of the five senses, I think of sound. Like what sounds in your home bring you joy? What sounds in your home soothe you? What kind of sounds do you want to have in your home? And of course, of course, of course, of course, there are sounds that are not soothing, like whining, or if you have a little wonderful little sailor like I do, the highest pitch screams and squeals that you've ever heard in your life that just literally take you out of your body. <laughs> that That's us. Uh, so finding joy in that and also giving very gentle, loving reminders that those sounds hurt people's ears, sweetie. <laughs> we need to bring it down a notch. But what sounds give you a feeling of peace in your home? And when I talk about like the whining and the high pitch sounds, when we, when we think about creating a peaceful home, it's not erasing those things. We don't want to erase them. We're grateful for them, even though the, the whining can feel rough and it's not pleasant, right? It's never, ever, ever pleasant. Whining is not pleasant, but we're grateful that we have those sounds. We're grateful that we have these people in our homes. And so learning how to be with those sounds, I think can be just as important as thinking about what kind of soothing sounds you want to have in your home, like a crackling fire or soothing music. I love having soothing music playing in the background of our home or listening to the wind outside or listening to the leaves or playing, whatever it is, thinking about what are the sounds that have our home feel peaceful and how can we increase those sounds? I think another part of creating a peaceful home or cultivating peace, cultivating a peaceful life is acknowledging where currently you are feeling stretched or feeling stressed. 
and being mindful about your own unique needs. So for example, with money, if you're feeling stressed or strapped around money, your needs and your actions, your desires, your purchases are going to look different than someone else's. And I find more often than not, we have no idea what's going on for someone else financially. So we don't want to just copy the actions of someone else because what they're doing looks cool and fun and exciting, not knowing where they are financially. You don't want to just get a car because all these other moms have this car and you're excited to have this car, right? If it's going to stress you out and steal your peace financially. You may be in a different season of life with your routine, so you don't want to just copy someone else's routine because it sounds like something that will give you peace. You want to really ask yourself and acknowledge, is this something that I want? Is this something that's going to work for me and my family and bring peace? Or is this something that trying to do this is going to stress me out? And I think we have to be so mindful of where we're at and what season we're in when we're thinking about cultivating peace or creating a peaceful home. What I love about home is home is like the four walls of your life. It's like within these four walls, this is what your home gets to be like, gets to feel like. We have so much more of a say when it comes to our home. And of course, we're sharing our home. Some of us are sharing our home with other people. And so it's not just entirely up to us to control, you know, the temperature of the home, so to speak, emotionally or literally. And we have to work with others and that requires being vulnerable. It requires being flexible. And I think that's part of creating a peaceful home, recognizing, hey, the energy isn't just 100% up to me. There are other people here and they have emotions. They have their own energy. They have how they're feeling today. And accepting and acknowledging that and knowing how I'm going to move forward in that, I think is so important to creating a peaceful home as well. The last thing that I'll say when talking about cultivating a peaceful home or cultivating peace is deciding what you and your family and your home, talking with your family, talking with your spouse, if you live alone, doing a journaling exercise, talking about this with yourself, deciding what you or you and your family are going to move toward. We are going to move toward supporting each other, hearing each other when we have tough emotions. Instead of shouting or reacting, we're going to move toward saying, I need to be heard. I need to sit down. I need to talk. I need to tell you how I'm feeling. We're going to move toward putting our toys away at the end of the day. We're going to move toward minimalism. We're going to move toward getting rid of some things. Deciding what you're going to move toward together as a family to cultivate a more peaceful home as the outcome that you're moving toward can be so helpful so that everyone knows where you are headed. So I would love to hear from you. If you are working toward cultivating more peaceful home or cultivating more peace in your life, please share with me. Let me know that that's something that you're doing and what you're working toward, what areas you're working on that are helping you to cultivate more peace in your life. And if this is something you want to actively work on with others in a group, of course, as always, our doors to live brightly are open. We are still writing on a pay what you want payment method. So you can come in and choose the monthly rate that works for you. And we're still going strong on that. I feel no direction to change that. 
within at least the, the coming month. And so that is still an option for you to come in and choose your rate and join us and listen to past calls that we've done on trusting God, on contentment, on confidence, on consistency, on buffering. Buffering is when we are using other things to kind of override negative emotions. And sometimes those other things are habits that do not nourish our lives, like over drinking or overspending. And so we talk about breaking free from buffers. So we have all sorts of things like that to support you in Live Brightly to help you live a more bright and purposeful life and to do that with God at the center. So we are taking ourselves out of the center of our universe in Live Brightly and we are inviting God into the center and asking him to transform our lives from the inside out. So come do that with us if that sounds intriguing to you. And otherwise, I will see you back here in two weeks. We're going to be talking more about choosing a word for the year. And I can't wait to do that with you. So I'll see you back here so soon. Thanks for tuning in. If you desire support and community in your journey to living your bright life, come join us in Live Brightly, a transformative space that combines coaching and community specifically designed for women who are ready to co-create a bright and purposeful life with God. Together, we'll explore the depths of his love and uncover the radiant potential within you. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to live a life that lights up the world around you. Join Live Brightly today at pageschmidt.com forward slash live brightly. We'll see you there.